With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here's what's cooking on an all new edition of the Sports Stove, a local hour. We're talking EKU men's basketball with freshman point guard Tayshaun Gomer and athletic director Matt Roan comes on the show to talk about the ESPN report about a new FBS football conference with EKU right in the middle of it. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Located just across the street from EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom Pizza has been around since 2016, serving Colonels and Colonels fans. And they are the home of the original cheese sticks. And what's wonderful about it is they are open and ready for you to come enjoy your lunch or your dinner with family or friends. Come on inside, have a seat, sit in a booth, sit in a chair, watch the televisions, chat it up, eat your pizza, eat your cheese sticks, have yourself a beverage, and enjoy the night. Mad Mushroom Pizza also delivers if you live here in the Richmond area. Madmushroom.com is where you can order your pizza online. You can use the code SPORTS5, S-P-O-R-T-S, the number 5, uh, when you're ordering online at madmushroom.com, you're going to get $5 off your order of $20 or more. If you call in an order or come and come into the store and have a, have a seat, if you just mention the Sports Stove podcast, they're going to give you $5 off your order of $20 or more as well. Sunday evening, uh, I was we were hungry. Uh, we were sitting at the house trying to figure out what we we're going to do for dinner. And it was kind of cold and just kind of a, a nasty day. And I said, I want pizza. And so uh, we went on madmushroom.com. We used the code SPORTS5, ordered our pizza. We got a meats pizza. We got an order of cheese sticks. And we got a gluten-free pizza for the wife. And I went down and picked it up, brought it home, and we demolished it. So Mad Mushroom, thank you for making my Sunday evening that much better. And uh, make sure you go visit Mad Mushroom as well. We have an exciting episode for you today. Breaking news, Friday morning, ESPN's Pete Thamel posted an article saying the A-Sun and WAC were forming their own football conference and will be moving from FCS to FBS 
uh, with the result of this conference. There's some questions about the timeline of it and, and even still some of the team situation, but I reached out, Matt Roan uh, uh, offered to come on while well, I reached out and asked him and he, can, he said yes uh, to come on the program. So here in a few minutes, I'll give you that interview with uh, Matt Roan. And we talked about this conference, what it means. Uh, we talked about timelines. We talked about uh, just the different aspects of this conference as well. Uh, but uh, five WAC teams, Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, Utah Tech, and Southern Utah, and Tarleton State, all going to be in this conference. Four ASUN uh, um, teams, EKU, Austin P, Central Arkansas, North Alabama, and then uh, UT Rio Grande Valley. They are establishing a football program in 2025, I believe it is. Um, they will be the 10th team. And uh, so I do ask one stupid question in that interview. You're just going to have to get over it. Um, but uh, uh, but he does correct me on it, and we, we, we work it all out there in the interview as well. So we'll bring you that here in just a few minutes. Uh, let's talk about some EKU basketball. We'll start with women's basketball. Um, we were hoping to get somebody on. It did not work out for this episode. Um, we thought we had it. We put it on social media, and I apologize. It, it, we could not finalize the time and work out the details of it. But we will get uh, players on here in the coming weeks from EKU women's basketball uh, as well. So uh, start to the season has been a fun one uh, for this EKU team. Of course, they uh, started off with a loss to Evansville, but then they took down Appalachian State, Moorhead uh, uh, in the next two games. And uh, they recently went to Tennessee. Uh, of course, they lost that game, but a good showing there in Tennessee. So far in December, just two games. They uh, lost a close one to Miami of Ohio and another one to Northern Kentucky on Thursday evening. Next game up is going to be a tough one on Tuesday. They travel to Boston College. but Then they'll go to um, Army on the following Sunday. And before closing out the, the year at home against Union and Alice Lloyd, they will start their ASUN conference games in January, on January the 2nd. Monday, January the 2nd, 7 o'clock, at home against Kennesaw State. Their first two ASUN conference games this season will be at home. And so make sure you get your tickets and come out and be a part of that. What a fun team this is. Amari um, Walker, who's been leading the teams in points, team in points, she's averaging 20 points a game, 10 rebounds a game. Um, she's got a, a, a minor injury and uh, hopefully we'll be back here really soon. Uh, Daniel Rainey comes over from Florida. She is uh, putting up 11 points, four rebounds, a, a great addition to this team. Aliche and Kalissa uh, and Emma, all big parts of the scoring of this team. Ariel Kirkwood uh, has been the do it all, right? Six points, uh, basically six rebounds, almost two assists per game. Uh, just under a steal a game and just under a block a game. She just got into the top 10 all-time EKU ladies in blocks uh, in this last game that they played. So uh, a lot of good things here. We're seeing this team continue to grow together. And uh, they also, in this last game they played, uh, the big return, or not the return, I guess, the, the first ever uh, game and appearance in an EKU uniform for the lady that they've been talking about uh, for a while now because of how good she is and has been coming into this. Uh, uh, she transferred over in December, Marissa Mackins. Uh, they are expecting big things from Marissa. She finally got her first game. She was injured a little bit kind of uh, injury, but also the transfer stuff. She was not going to be eligible to play and finally is eligible. She comes in 
off the bench, gives 24 minutes, 5 of 11 uh, from the field, 4 of 8 from the three-point line, 5 of 6 from the free-throw line, 19 points in her first game as a colonel. That's what we're talking about. Now you get Mackins on the floor. You get Mari Walker back on the floor. Um, you can just see the scoring potential of this team. And Coach Todd talked about it with us in one of our uh, live tailgate shows. This team is going to have scoring, and they're going to shoot the ball really well, and they've been able to do that so far this season. Uh, so exciting things for the women's basketball team. And uh, looking forward, like I said, to chatting with some players here in the coming weeks, and we will definitely uh, do that as soon as possible. For the men, and this is our second guest tonight, uh, will be Tayshawn Comer, the point guard, freshman point guard for EKU. Men are four and five so far on this season. Uh, they also traveled to Tennessee on Wednesday uh, and uh, played a good game there, coming off a couple losses now on, on the season. They've had a really tough schedule, so they're, but they lost the last two against James Madison and Tennessee. Next up is Saturday, uh, which is this episode is coming out Friday night, uh, so maybe some of you will listen to this after Saturday. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but they'll play Boyce on Saturday before Wednesday's game. Um, at North Kentucky, Northern Kentucky. And then they've got Radford at home, UNC Greensboro at home, and they open up the conference against Queens, who's seven and two to start the season. Uh, they'll play them on New Year's Eve, December the thirty-first, at four o'clock tip-off there uh, here at Eastern Kentucky. So uh, a lot of things going on for Kentucky. You, goodness, I've been <sighs> I need to slow it down, right? Eastern Kentucky basketball and excited about what is ahead in this season. All right, well, let's get you to the guests. Uh, great guests here today. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will sit down with EKU Athletic Director, the one and only Matt Roan. But first, a word from our sponsors. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the sports stove sent you, and you get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online, madmushroom.com, and when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Here's what's cooking on the Sports Stove family of podcasts. Hey, everybody, I'm Vince Stover, host of the Sports Stove podcast, and just want to give you some insight on what is ahead and what is going on within the Sports Stove world. We now have three podcasts for you to listen to. It's all under the umbrella of the Sports Stove podcast. We have the Sports Stove podcast, the original show, and uh, that's just me and my dad. We're talking all things sports, just like we would riding in the car, listening to Sports Talk Radio. We just give it to you. Talking NFL, Major League Baseball, college football, college basketball, all things sports. Me and Dad bring that to you each week. Then we also have the Sports Stove Local Hour, which covers Eastern Kentucky University sports, where we talk all things EKU with student athletes, coaches, and administration. All come on to talk about everything that's going on inside the world of EKU sports, focused heavily on football, men's and women's basketball, and some EKU baseball as well. And then thirdly, we're introducing the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show, where every week, myself and a guest will bring you all the latest and greatest fantasy 
Baseball news and updates. We'll give you advice, opinions, as well as talk Major League Baseball news throughout the year as well. So make sure you stay tuned for all these great episodes. You can subscribe to the Sports Stove Podcast. Earlier on Friday, ESPN.com came out with an article by Pete Thamel uh, talking about the athletics, excuse me, the ASUN and the WAC conferences continuing their partnership with an effort to move to FBS. So I thought, who should we talk to? Well, that didn't take too long to think of. We got it. EKU Athletic Director Matt Roan joins us again on the show. Matt, again, thank you for taking the time for us. We're excited to chat with you today. You got it. I appreciate you having me. It's always good to talk to you. Yes, sir. So, uh, I mean, we talked the last time we talked on on camera. Uh, we talked about conference realignments and some of the craziness that goes on and everything like that. And um, it kind of looks like basically you all, along with other universities, came to the decision: Hey, let's just do it ourselves. <laughs> let's let's create our own path, basically, to to get up to the FBS system. So, I guess to start off with, how how did this come about? I think it really goes back to really the fall of 2020, um, first part of 2021, when we decided to join the ASUN conference. Uh, you know, we didn't really to make any secret about the fact that our goal at that time was uh, to become the the best FCS conference uh, that we could possibly become. Uh, and and I think we were well on our way uh, with that, with with aspirational schools, with with schools that challenge us to be better and, and requiring us to to really up our game. Um, but we were vocal even at that time, Vince, about, you know, the, the goal here is to create an FBS pathway. Uh, I think we saw kind of where things were going, uh, maybe didn't know the word transformation committee yet, but knew that we were kind of going through this, this unprecedented time and this period of, of vision and growth and, and even transformation. And so uh, really kind of going all the way back, I think, to the early part of the fall, uh, I think those conversations uh, picked up a little bit. We have enjoyed our, our partnership with the WAC uh, for the 21 and 22 seasons. And it's been different each year, you know, where the first year was a little bit more of a round robin schedule where we crowned the champion based on those results. And this past year we had really kind of a two division format where we crowned a champion based on the power ranking. Um, and, and we knew that we wanted to create uh, moving forward, a single sport uh, football conference uh, with schools that are aligned and share the same aspirations. Um, and then to create, uh, again, that FBS pathway, uh, certainly understanding that there's a process that we still need to go through. Uh, there's boxes that we need to check, but we're confident in our ability to do so. We've got the right people on board, uh, the right experts uh, helping us uh, on this path uh, and think that it's really a, a best case scenario for us to continue to enjoy our membership in the ASUN with you know regional competition, uh, you know places that our fans can get to, but, but expanding that net a little bit more for football uh, and, and trying to compete at the highest level. Well, yeah, and that's definitely a big question that's come up immediately with this is, you know, so you got Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, Utah Tech, Southern Utah, Tarleton State coming from the WAC, EKU, Austin P, Central Arkansas, North Alabama from the ASUN, and then uh, UT Rio Grande Valley in 2025 as they're establishing their program. One of the big question marks has been, well, man, that's a lot of travel for a football program <laughs> throughout the year because there's a, a lot of teams out west. Um, so, I mean, I know this is this is something that, as a result of circumstance, right? I mean, there were other other things that kind of fell into place that that helped lead to this direction. You know, I certainly, yeah, I think circumstances circumstances, excuse me, dictate it uh, somewhat, but but I think opportunity uh, dictates it on, on another level. You know, for us. I kind of go back to what some of my mentors have shared with me over the course of the past two and a half years. And when we had a chance during COVID to sit down and ask, 
you know, appear at JMU, for example, um, you know, really, where do you see this thing going? And, and the comment that he made to me was, hey, if we could keep everything uh, more, more regional, but but really align ourselves from a football standpoint with with those that compete at the highest level, like JMU was, that would be something that was interesting to us. And and I think the same holds true for us here is that, um, you know, again, we we, we love our, our membership in the ASUN. Uh, we love the fact that uh, even with the recent departures, we have 11 teams in, in great markets and a growing part of the country, uh, a great mix of public and private institutions, uh, but that are all chasing something and all trying to to be better to, tomorrow than they are today. Um, but I think when you look at the geography of, of the ASUN and the WAC, uh, you know, they get to enjoy the benefits of, of their league and we enjoy the benefits of ours really stretched from Seattle and California all the way to Fort Myers. Uh, so really kind of a cool footprint and, and how that would work. Uh, but from a football standpoint, you know, really no difference than a lot of the other leagues that that the AKU has often mentioned. Um, you know, I, I would argue that Cedar City or St. George is really no different than Las Cruces or, or El Paso. Um, you know, uh, Nacogdoches, Texas or, or Tarleton, Texas or Abilene, uh, really no different than traveling to Ruston, Louisiana or, or uh, Huntsville, Texas. And, and so for us in that way, I think you see geography somewhat thrown out the window when you're when you're talking about conference realignment. And, and certainly this does expand us more than we've ever had uh, in, in our athletics history. Uh, but I think it's in some ways the best of both worlds trying to, to contain and, and maintain that that geography for everything. But knowing that you do have to expand it a little bit more for football. Doesn't matter that I mean every conference is expanding. So Big Ten's got California teams now in it, uh, or will soon. So it almost seems like with football, especially the conference regionality of it, it it's kind of going away across the board. Not just in small conferences, but or or younger conferences. I don't even call it. But even the Power Fives are expanding to broader and broader landscapes. Yeah, I, th- I think, uh, you know, yeah, there's there's no disagreement there with USC and UCLA uh, joining the Big Ten, um, you know, Texas and Oklahoma joining the, the SEC. Uh, you know, the American, I guess, is extended all the way or at one point was from really Yukon to Dallas and and still to this day is from Philadelphia to Dallas. And so, uh, you know, this fits that. But I think even more than just the geography, it's it's the like-minded, uh, shared vision, um, you know, common aspirations uh, that, that makes this work. Uh, and really, you know, and again, I say the best of both worlds. Um, it's it's maintaining geography, um, but uh, but competing at the highest level possible. Uh, is there? I don't know how much information you can give on this right now, but is there a a clause in the agreement that hey, if if you get an invite from a another conference, you got to be committed to this this league because it can't get off the ground if everybody runs in a year <laughs> because they get invited somewhere else. So, is there a commitment level that is being asked upon the schools that are involved in this? You know, right now, I, you know, those conversations. I'll defer to our our president uh, a little bit more on that. Um, you know, our our president, um, his counterparts, uh, both in the ASUN and the WAC, those football playing institutions um, have I don't want to speak for him, but they have they have committed to one another that, hey, this is a model that we like. This is something that is that is worth pursuing. Uh, and, and I think that's where our focus is right now. Sure, because I know a lot of people are going to think, you know, I mean, there's that old phrase, the grass is always greener and whether or not it is, it's still the argument. But if you know, 
it's we've seen it in the A Sun just in the couple years of the A Sun where there's been an invite and all of a sudden boom the, the you know they bolted. Now granted that was going to be a step up to the FBS from FCS and things like that, and this ideally would take at least that aspect away from it. But that being said, um, the transition period, you know, the uh, the NCAA and FBS, there's, there's a two-year transition period typically. So when does that period start for this new conference? I, th I think that's going to be dictated by the coming weeks and months uh, as, as we work. Uh, again, I talked about our commissioner, the commissioner of the WAC, uh, other experts that we're going to lean on. Um, as those individuals work with the NCAA, as, as we have conversations, and I know the article mentioned it, uh, conversations with the college football playoff uh, and seeing how those things would work. I, I think any time period or, or timeline is going to be dictated on um, you know, what those approvals look like and how long it takes to get those, uh, you know, certainly for us, uh, how we would make that transition. Um, we want to make sure that we protect Yes, it's forward looking, but we want to make sure that we're protecting what we currently have uh, to the best extent possible as well. So uh, very mindful of those things and we'll let that process play out. Sure. And I know, uh, you know, in the article that Pete Thamel posted, uh, there is this optimism that, you know, there's the immediate thought was there'd be pushback from some of the other conferences. But according and he doesn't name his source, but according to his source, there's optimism that, hey, there's there's really no grounds to argue against this conference coming in and things like that. So it sounds like everybody's obviously until everything's done, you can't say for sure, but it seems like everybody's pretty optimistic. Yeah, this is something that's going to work out. Yeah, I think there is there's certainly optimism, um, if not hope. Um, sure. I, I think for us, um, you know, we've not been shy uh, about this desire. Um okay really kind of, again, going all the way back to fall of 2020, um, you know, we were vocal that, that that this was the move that we wanted to make. Uh, we wanted to, to be in a part of the country that was growing, that was thriving, and we also wanted to compete at the highest level. And uh, I think this uh, potentially could accomplish uh, both of those things. But, um, you know, for us, uh, I know our league officials have, have been uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, they've had some, I think, productive conversations. Um, we are, uh, I think, pretty firm in our belief that there is a uh, precedent. Uh, there is a path forward uh, to do what it is that we've, we've set out to do here. And um, we're excited to see how it all plays out. Uh, just a couple more for you. Um, Austin P announced earlier this year, they had a plan to be FBS by 2025. Uh, so is that, I mean, I don't, I guess I, you probably can't answer this, but is that, was that announcement already with these conversations going on with the, with what's going on with this conference? Yeah, I, again, I, I don't want to speak for them, uh, yeah. but, you know, again, Austin P is a, a tremendous partner to, of ours. Um, they joined the ASUN uh, really uh, a year after us, but uh, we were having those conversations and, and certainly wanted them to be a part of what it is that we were trying to do as, as our own institution. And uh, I could say the same for, for North Al and, and Central Arc. And uh, yeah, I think for, for Gerald, I, I don't want to speak for him and, and the leadership of that institution, but um you know, certainly they've been a big part of this conversation as well. Um, does it mean anything for the other sports, baseball, basketball, softball, volleyball, all those kinds of things as well? I know the, I would assume the goal is eventually to have everybody at the FBS level, but obviously this conference that's being formed is a football only conference. So what does it, what does that mean for the other sports? Well, I mean, when you talk about the, the FBS level, um, Vince, that is, that is just a football thing. Um, okay. I, I, yep, that's I, a good point. <laughs> We are proud members of Division One. Uh, we are proud members of the ASUN Conference. And, and for us, 
Uh, we are in, again, a part of the country uh, with the right type of institutions uh, in thriving markets where our alums are, where prospective students are. Uh, we are investing in those programs uh, to give them the best chance to be successful. And we had a great fall um, with our cross-country team uh, winning a, a men's championship, uh, finishing really, really well in the, in the regional. Our women's team finished third. Uh, our women's soccer team advances to the conference semis for the second year in a row. Our volleyball team, I think, had the most wins since 2015, and then we capped that off with the football championship here a couple weeks ago. Um, that league has been great for us in so many ways, and so we're going to continue to push and continue to invest uh, and try to make it where we're winning consistently and comprehensively across the board. Yeah, and it's an exciting time. Of course, pretty much as soon as Christmas is over, you get into conference play in the basketball leagues. Uh, I know there's at least – I know the men have a game on the 30th of December. I don't remember if the girls play an ASUN game before the new year or not, but it all starts right there. And uh, and we're excited to talk basketball. We've got Tayshawn Comer coming on here a little bit later as well. Talk some men's basketball and our women's guests didn't work out this week, but we'll get them on soon as well. There's a lot of excitement around the program, uh, the UK EKU athletics uh, with uh, new stuff being built, uh, the, re the restoration or the changes being made to the facilities and things like that continue to be a great improvement. And the success continues to be there, right? It's so exciting to see. I mean, the baseball success last year, uh, the recruiting success, the things that we've seen through the football year, like you said, the cross country, the volleyballs, different different improvements there as well. So a lot of the good things happening at EKU. And uh, and everybody we talked to, they start at the top with, with President McFadden. They mention you. It goes. It goes from the top down, right? It's what makes EKU so great. You know, we are, we are very fortunate. Um, we have a tremendous board uh, led by our, our chair Mike Eves, uh, Vice Chair Alan Long, uh, two guys that that EKU is important to. Um, I, I get to work for the president, uh, somebody that that believes in the value of athletics, a, a president's cabinet that that appreciates uh, the contributions. I think that a healthy athletics department uh, makes to an institution uh, such as EKU. Um, but yeah, when you talk about the momentum, you know, you mentioned several things. I'm kind of lonely in here today because you know, our staff, uh, our volleyball coaches, uh, they have all already moved out of AC. Uh, so they are in Commonwealth Hall. I'm the last one that needs to still pack up his office. Um, but other than basketballs, uh, both men's and women's, uh, who won't leave until after our conclusions of our seasons, uh, you know, this project is, is full speed ahead. Uh, we're always looking for, for other things that we can do uh, and, and do responsibly. But uh, I think the best is yet to come and appreciate everything that you do, everything that our fan base does, our alums, uh, people that are so generous and supportive. Uh, together, uh, we're optimistic about where we're going. Well, I'm looking forward to the dedication of the sports stove press box and the new uh, – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, I don't have the money to make that happen. But we, maybe one day, maybe one day. Uh, listen, Athletic Director Matt Roan, EKU, we always appreciate your time. And, again, this was uh, – I, I – asked for this interview earlier in the day. So thank you for taking the time for me today. Hope that you have a great Christmas uh, and happy new year. We'll see you around. I'm sure in the basketball arena here shortly. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Welcome back into the sports stove local hour. Thank you uh, to the one and only Matt Roan, athletic director at EKU. Appreciate you coming in and sharing some time with us, answering those questions. And there'll be more things to come as the information comes out. We'll keep you posted on everything going on with this new conference. Um, I went ahead and submitted uh, the Sports Stove Football Conference. I don't think it's going to win, uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if that happens there as well. Uh, again, thanks to Matt. I really do appreciate his time. He, um, and don't take it for granted that he gives it to me. So thank you for for coming on and and chatting with us. Uh, next up, 
is EKU freshman Tayshawn Comer, the point guard here for EKU basketball, averaging 6.7 points a game, two rebounds, leading the team and 3.2 assists per game. He's still edging out Devontae Blanton in that category. Uh, he also leads the team in steals, 1.8 steals per game. He just edges out Cooper Robb in that category. So uh, he has a major impact in what's going on here so far in the season. And I'm excited to sit down and chat with him. So uh, this interview is going to be presented by IPM Pest and Termite as he is the leader in steals. He can be a little pesty on the court. IPM Pest and Termite is Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. And uh, we sure appreciate their support of this program. If you live in Madison County, Fayette County, surrounding areas, uh, IPM Pest and Termite is a locally owned and operated company. They guarantee their service. Their prices are, are competitive. Uh, and they show up when they say they're going to show up. You call and set the appointment. They say we're going to be here at this time. They actually come when they say they're going to come. And that is a uh, huge, uh, uh, you know, advantage i guess because every other company it seems like says i'll be there between 8 a.m and 8 p.m well that's kind of the whole day uh and so they give you the time they're going to show up they show up at that time and and then they're always professional and they get the job done guarantee their service you got to get a hold of ipm pest and termites so they're going to sponsor this program and then we're also going to hear from another sponsor as well before we get to the interview and that'll be about all around roofing all around roofing listen they did my roof in my house a phenomenal job. I know some of our listeners have already reached out to them and had some things done at their house as well. All around roofing takes care of not just roofing repairs and replacements, but any issue on the exterior of your house, siding, windows, gutters, everything out there. They take care of it. Again, locally owned and operated, uh, a phenomenal company that I personally have used and can vouch for. Uh, you will not regret getting a hold of them. So we're going to hear from these sponsors, and then we'll get you the interview with Tayshawn Comer. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer and IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Joining us now for the first time ever, EKU freshman guard Tayshawn Comer. Tayshawn, thanks for being with us. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So, uh, how how you like in Richmond, man? Uh, how, how's how's the first several months been? Uh, I feel like it's been wonderful. You know, it's a lot of learning process here. So, you know, getting here and understanding the, our system and. Um, just seeing a nice little city, you know, I've seen the little downtown area. I've been to Lexington, you know, just being all over. It's it's nice. It's new to me, but, you know. <laughs> but it works, right? <laughs> yes, sir. What's the, what's the transition from high school to college been, especially when it comes to basketball? 
because um, everybody talks about it. You know, uh, in high school, you're like one of the best players on your team, and you kind of grow up more than likely being one of the better guys on the teams that you played on. And you come to college, and that that competition is it's it's more intense, right? So how how has that transition been? What have you learned uh, about yourself and about what college basketball is so far? Um. I would say, you know, at high school, I played on the team with a um, our whole starting five is uh, Division One. So, you know, is is playing with that, just knowing how to share the ball with other good players. So that helped me a lot coming over to um, college. But when I stepped into college, the the big difference was just the physicality, you know, mm-hmm. and and I would say the speed. But that's only you know if you let the game speed you up. So sure. just game by game, slowing the game down, watching film and. Preparing myself for the next game is always good for me. Um, I would say one of the biggest things for me coming into college was just, I would say, the physicality. Just knowing that as a little guard, you know, there's some different things with going down in the lane with the big. You can't just go in there and try to finish them, you know. The guards don't get too many calls down there, you know. Just playing playing through hard fouls, just playing tough. Uh, how much does it help having the guys that you guys got on your team? You got some veteran guys, Isaiah Cozart's there. Um, DK, um, you know, both of the Michaels, Wardy and Moreno, um, having that, that kind of veteran presence and then Cooper, of course, in the backcourt with you, but in practice going against those bigs and they are big, um, how does that help you prepare for the opponents when you get it and face them? Um, just knowing how to, just knowing how to go against a big, you know, you know, Isaiah was the, they say he was the leading block in high school or something like that. Just knowing that there's shot blockers down there and just knowing how to play off two feet and, you know, spray and get Michael and Cooper those shots. And those guys being veterans, helping me become a better player by telling me some of the reads and helping me out with some. Maybe I turned the ball over. Maybe I should have did this, you know, just, you know, lead me. And I follow after them because they're, you know, they've been here. So they understand they experience. So they've been through this, you know, just watch under those guys and just keep playing. That's what gets me better. Now, I've been to several of the practices throughout the summer and fall. And it's been fun watching you guys because you don't seem to back down from anybody. Not that you guys fight or anything like that in practice, but the there's there's a fair amount of talking that goes on in your guys' practices. <laughs> and and you you seem to kind of uh, I don't know if antagonize is the right word, but I've seen you kind of go toe to toe with with Moreno a couple times, and just yeah, you guys are having a good time. It's it's nothing you know mean or angry or anything like that. But um, I mean, how long has that been part of your personality? Forever, man. Um, okay. Since AAU, since AAU with um, Team T, I always, you know, I've been playing against the the best guys that I feel like I played against. I've been playing against those guys over and over and over in practice in the AAU. So that really molded me, you know, talking back and forth to each other. I feel like that brings the best out of me. So just doing that and seeing and that and I do that in practice to see how my teammates will react, to see if they would break down or see if they just come back at me, you know. And they come back at me, I'm like, okay, I got some people that can run with me that's competitive that'll go against me. You know, so me, Mike, and everybody, we all go back and forth, but that's good. I mean, I feel like that builds a family and that builds us competitiveness together. So far so they this know season, that I got their back and they have my back. Oh yeah, uh, so far this season, uh, you are averaging six point seven points a game, uh, two rebounds. You lead the team in assists at three point two, just above Tay who Tay last year was proud of the fact that he led the team in assists. So you're you're right above him in that, and you lead the team in steals currently at one point eight steals per game, just above Cooper Rob as well. So uh, in I know that I'm sure that the scoring aspect of it, you'd like that to be a little bit more efficient than what it has been so far. But 
are you pleased with the game so far, knowing that you still have growth to do and all that kind of stuff? I understand the, the humility aspect of it, but are you pleased overall with, with kind of how the season's gone so far? Um, I'm not pleased with our losses, but, you know, yeah. as the growing aspect, I feel like we're, we're growing to be the best team in the conference. You know, um, conference play doesn't start to end of December, but I feel like these games that we've been playing and how we've been playing, we're, we're building. We're building and getting better and better by the day. So I just feel like, you know, the process has been, it's been, we face a little adversity, but, you know, adversity comes with anything. So just seeing the other side and being able to stay together and keep fighting and watch film together and battle together and go through tough times together, I think that will build us to be the best team. And honestly, I mean, nobody wants to lose and nobody's okay with losing, but the goal is to to be at peak performance come that conference play. I mean, that's what matters the most at the end of the day. And you guys have played some incredible opponents. I mean, Western is probably the best team they've had in a while. Um, super deep, uh, long, all that kind of stuff. You guys get to go to Knoxville, play Tennessee as well. So you guys are playing opponents that are definitely going to, in my opinion, grow you guys drastically come conference play. But you guys open conference play against Queens, and they're 7-2 and two to start the year. And they're new to the conference, so even you know, I don't, I'm not sure that coaches ever coached against them or anything like that. So they're kind of a new thing to everybody uh, this year. When you look at the A Sun and getting ready to play in A Sun games, um, what do you see from the conference? What are you looking to in, in with the other teams in the conference, uh, or have you kind of gotten to that point yet? Um, I haven't gotten to that point, but um, maybe the older guys. But me, new coming into it, I just look at every team the same. Um, as in, and come in and win. You know, um, I don't really know what who, what team got who got who and all of that. I haven't watched film yet. Um, I haven't looked ahead that much, but um, just know we'll be ready to go and um, we'll really lock in when conference come. How much of your video is uh, other teams versus self scouting? Um, what do you mean by that? Like, are you watching a large majority of film on other teams or are you watching films on your on your own team and kind of self-scouting you guys as you're playing? Um, we feel like when we play, we're, we're, we're going against ourselves. You know, we make our own mistakes and we make our mental and physical mistakes. But we do. We watch a lot of the, the opponent uh, film once it come closer to game time. But most of the time we watch ourselves and try to better ourselves in the things that we know that we need to do to win. Yeah, yeah, it's about getting crisper and cleaner and all that kind of stuff with it all there as right. well. Right. Uh, a lot came into um, obviously you're one of the highest rated recruiters recruited recruits that EKU has had. Um, you also get you come in with a, with a friend, a guy that you knew really well in Leland. Um, you guys, it's so fun to watch you guys together. Uh, you guys seem like you really just are, are. I know it's cliche, but brothers, and you guys just really get along well together. Um, how fun is it to be able to come to college, which is a whole new experience, but to be able to come with someone you knew as well as Leland? Uh, it definitely makes it easier on my behalf because um, he's also a point guard. But, you know, just, you know, coming in together, having that mindset of coming in and we're not letting down. We're coming in. We're trying to impact the game immediately. So just knowing I got my, my, my friend next to me to battle is always good. I always know he got my back regardless since we used to play with each other. So I know what he's bringing to the table. He know what I'm bringing to the table. So always having that person next to me makes me feel better about situations. Um, we talk to each other in games, so it makes it easier. And when we're in the game, we know what we can do. And we know we can always look to each other and be like, it's time to go, time to win the game, you know. So it's always good to have my friend Leland with me. 
You guys have uh, Boyce coming up on tomorrow night. Uh, they're at home, and then you guys will go north, just a little trip up to northern Kentucky uh, for a game on Wednesday, Radford on Saturday, and then UNC Greensboro, last game before Christmas, and then last game before conference play kicks off as well. Uh, it's been fun to watch you guys so far, and I know you guys are going to continue to get better, continue to get grow closer together. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much of you saw of last year's team, if, if you've seen any of it. Last year's team was so drastically different than this year's team because it was older guys, and just physically, it just didn't work out. <laughs> a lot of right. injuries and things like that last year. Now, this year, you guys, it's not just you and Leland, but there's so many more young guys, athletic, length, speed, all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of getting back to what uh, AW has molded this program to be, the motto of most exciting 40 minutes of sports and things like that as well. And I think you're a big part of that uh, energy that's there this year and an absolute blast to watch uh, as well. So congrats so far. Good luck moving forward. Before we have you go, though, one of our sponsors is Mad Mushroom Pizza. So they're right across the street from the campus. If you haven't had pizza there yet, you got to get some. Uh, but I like to ask people who are the first time on on the show, uh, if you had, to, or if you're going to order a pizza, like what's your go-to toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? Mm, see, I'm just a basic type of guy. I just take pepperoni. Yeah, there's not, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you had Mad Mushroom you? yet? No, nah, I never had it before. Okay, you gotta you gotta tell you gotta tell a dub to get you guys some mad mushroom, uh, but it's it's good stuff, man. If you like you like cheese sticks and stuff like that, I'm not a real big fan of cheese either. Okay, all right, well then then don't get the cheese sticks. They're they're phenomenal, but if you don't like cheese, then you don't want that. But uh, great pizza, great stuff. They got other things, hoagies and different things over there too. But nonetheless, Tayshon, thank you, thank you for your time today. And like I said, good luck moving forward. We'll be there as often as we can to cheer you on as well. So uh, thanks for the time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you to Tayshawn. Really do appreciate his time chatting with us here today as well. He's a fun kid. Uh, very respectful kid, by the way. I've been to several practices throughout uh, the summer and early fall. And uh, I always just appreciate his kindness uh, there to those that are there watching practice as well. Uh, I want to remind you, you can follow us. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, hopefully you already do, but maybe we got some new listeners that are just trying us out. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast. Um, if we're not on the platform you typically like to listen to, reach out to us, uh, shoot us a message on social media, and we'll make sure we get that on there. But I'm pretty sure we're pretty much everywhere. Uh, also, we're trying to utilize the YouTube page a little bit more. You can find that if you just search the Sports Stove Podcast. Um, but we're going to try to post the video clips of these interviews that we do uh, up on the YouTube page. Uh, so if you'd like to watch those interviews, you can do that as well. Of course, we're on social media, Sports Stove, at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram. And I guess technically now YouTube has the handles as well. So that's at Sports Stove on YouTube also. But uh, we really appreciate your following and interacting with us on social media. Feel free to do that. Our our DMs are open. So if you have questions um, or just want to comment on there, we do not take for granted you're listening to this program. So thank you for the support uh, throughout this new year. We're going to give some things here. We'll have at least one more local hour episode uh, before the new year. And then uh, we might take a quick break over the Christmas weeks and things like that. It's a little harder with everybody being home and gone and things like that, the students and things like that. So uh, but in the new year, we're going to continue. We'll ramp up the basketball coverage. Um, and then as the season approaches, the baseball coverage as well. 
And uh, so just stick with us. And uh, if you know EKU fans that don't know about this show, why don't you send it to them? Share it with them and let them know what you like about it. Don't tell them what you dislike about it, okay? Um, but nonetheless, uh, as you're at games, if you see me, say hey uh, and introduce yourself. I've appreciated getting to meet several of the listeners as well, so thank you for that. That's all we've got for today. Uh, special thanks to our sponsors, Mad Mushroom Pizza, right there in Richmond, right across the street from campus, IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals, and All Around Roofing. Uh, as they handle the entire exterior of your home. Thank you for the support from each of these businesses. Uh, make sure if you're not going to use them for business, make sure you at least just shoot them a message and say thanks for supporting EKU coverage through the Sports Stove Podcast. Uh, thank you to our guests today, again, Matt Roan and Tayshawn Comer for taking the time to talk with us. And thank you to uh, Rickson and KB for helping us get these interviews set up today as well. Uh, well, we should hopefully talk to you again next week, but uh, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. 